We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Tuesday. It's March 30th. It's 2021. And we have four NBA games to talk about here on today's slate. Riding solo today, only four games. So quick, simple, easy podcast. Can break down these games, give you guys a first look like I normally do. Before I do that, if you guys haven't already, make sure you head on over to superdraft.com. Check them out. They're running awesome promos over there. Use promo code GRINDERS and take advantage of that. Um, again, like baseball is right around the corner. We got basketball in full swing. They got NASCAR, MMA, golf, all kinds of stuff going on over there. If you need a change of pace, if you want to try something different without you know salary caps and stuff like that, you can definitely check out what they got going on over there at Superdraft. Let's get into the slate. No totals out. We have a couple teams on back-to-backs, you know, coming off of a big slate on Monday with a lot of scoring and stuff. So we'll have to see how this one kind of plays out. But uh, we get started here with Charlotte at Washington. Like I said, no totals in any of these games. We know LaMelo Ball is out for Charlotte. 
Um, Malik Monk is probable. And then on the Washington side of things, Bradley Beal, it is a back-to-back. He missed um, Monday's game. And um, we'll have to kind of see if he's going to play in this one because obviously he makes a difference uh, for a couple different reasons, but obviously makes the biggest dent or non-dent um, for Russell Westbrook. So uh, let's start here with Charlotte side of things. You know, overall, don't really love, um, you know, some of the prices on these guys. Ter- Terry Rozier, 7,700. I think he's okay. He's definitely shown recently as 50-plus point upside. Great matchup here going up against Washington. Put up 40 fantasy points the first time these two teams met. Um, I like Gordon Hayward a little bit more in this spot. He's had some rough shooting games here, but I think this is a game that he can definitely get back on track and have a big game. Uh, we, we were patiently waiting for Devontae Graham to get his minutes back. Played 39 minutes the other night against Phoenix. Took 21 shots. I think we're just going to go ahead and assume that he's back. Um, you know, Malik Monk was out, but I, I still think Devontae Graham is someone they, they want to get minutes. And in this matchup against Washington, definitely one of um, one of the better plays in this like mid range. Um, you know, as far as like PJ Washington goes, he's been playing good minutes, but 6,800, I feel like that's, you know, kind of a, a tough ask for him. You know, Cody Zeller, his minutes are pretty much gone. So on the Charlotte side, I think you're looking at mainly those three pieces, Rogier, Hayward, and Graham. If you want to take a tournament shot on Washington or Bridges, I'm not going to talk you off of it. I just, I like those guys um, that I mentioned before a little bit better. On the Washington side of things, you know, if Beal sits right back to the well on Westbrook, obviously coming off of a monster game, we all talked about it. Everybody had him as a top play across the industry. You know, he was a lock and load play, and he did not disappoint. 14 rebounds, 21 assists, 35 points, 94 fantasy points. You know, obviously, this is another good spot um, if Beal's out. The usage is just insane. You know, we don't have it up yet um, from Monday, but, you know, we'll be able to look at it here in a little bit. And I I expect it to be very high, just involved in anything. Um, Whether or not Beal plays or not, I think Hatcher Mora is someone you could definitely take shots on here. You know, we talk about it all the time. Charlotte is not a team that rebounds very well, and they don't seem like they want to play Alex Lynn big minutes here for Washington. So I really think that on the Washington side, you're mostly looking at Westbrook if Beal is out and Hatchamora. Outside of that, um, you know, Robinson drew the start with Beal out, played, you know, 21 minutes just not doing much like he had three steals and three blocks and only put up 16 fantasy points so really just very limited upside even at 3k if Beal is out uh philly at denver there's actually a total for this one it's 220 and a half denver's favored by uh four and a half in this game it came out um here just a minute ago when i was pulling it up uh Embiid is out hill is out and morris is out um in this one, it'd be interesting to see if 
Um, Gary Clark will be available. Because if he sits, uh, that's one less body. Um, obviously, that's in there for Denver. But we'll start here with the Philly side of things. And, you know, this is a team that we want so much more from, um, you know, coming off of a loss from the Clippers. The, the 76ers have been playing great defense. Even with them beat out, they've been playing great defense. And the rotations have been somewhat predictable. But still, like, you know, the other night, Seth Curry got 27 minutes. Danny Green played 27 minutes. And we just didn't see really Ben Simmons for the whole fourth quarter um, in that game that wasn't remotely close throughout the fourth quarter. So uh, I still think, like, Ben Simmons is the guy that probably has the most ceiling but I think consistent, consistency-wise, um, consistency wise, I, I think Tobias Harris is solid. It's just his price is up there. You know, Dwight Howard's minutes, even with Embiid at, out, um, I just I don't trust it whatsoever. He's he's kind of out of the rotation right now. Um, they started Mike Scott, and he played 29 minutes the other night, and, you know, Howard only played 18 and a half, so... Seth Curry, I think, is someone you could potentially take some shots on in tournaments. But outside of that, I think Simmons and Harris are really your like high upside guys. And I think if if we get news that Mike Scott's starting again in this game over Dwight, then I think that you have to kind of figure that he's going to play you know, 30 minutes or so. So I do think Mike Scott is in play for tournaments just because of his price on a four game slate on the Denver side of things. Like I said, Denver has been playing great defense, but you, know, you really are just not slowing down Jokic right now. This guy just continues to be an absolute beast, um, averaging almost 60 fantasy points per game this season. Um, just everything we're looking at 29% usage rate over 1.6 fantasy points per minute triple double upside on really any slate you know over 60 fantasy points in four of the last seven games um you know he's just he's he's smashing um he's just he's a guy that's just absolutely crushing right now and i think this is obviously a spot you can play him um i think jamal murray is in play but i don't love the price tag he's a little too expensive i think um you know especially with aaron gordon in denver now as well you know a lot of mouths to feed um you know he played 21 minutes the other night in his debut with this team and he's 6200 i think he's a little expensive um until we kind of see what his role is going to be here uh, i think we're we're potentially going to see like paul Millsap really like see a big hit in minutes i think with gordon and like maybe even like jamichael green um but overall i think when you're looking at the denver side of things um yeah i was just trying to look jamichael green only played like 14 minutes got a lot of run in that game um in the blowout so on the denver side i think Jokic is in play Outside of that, I think everyone else kind of priced right. Um, if I was going to take a shot 
on just upside, I'd probably take a shot on like Will Barton if he gets hot. You know, he's always someone that can break the slate. Orlando at LA taking on the Clippers. Um, it's back to back for the Clippers. Paul George didn't play Monday. Um, as far as Orlando goes, Anthony Foltz, um, Gary Harris, Isaac remain out. Um, it, you know, it's great to see Terrence Ross probable. I think he'll, you know, see a good amount of minutes here. Um, you know, it was right foot soreness for Paul George. So we'll have to kind of see how this all plays out, but this should be a game that the Clippers handle uh, the magic. Let's just say the magic are rough right now. Um, you know, obviously they're in rebuild mode. And um, if you know anything about me, you know that I am an Orlando Magic fan, so it, this is a rough go. Um, anyway, as far as the Magic goes, they played a couple games now um, with these guys out, and <sighs> Okiki, he's playing around 30 minutes. Dwayne Bacon's playing minutes. Um, Otto Porter played 25 minutes the other night. Um Wendell Carter Jr. played like really strong second and fourth quarter minutes. So it'll be interesting to see what kind of role Terrence Ross has here. I think Terrence Ross is still the upside play. These guys are all cheap. It's still kind of hard to um, project how the minutes and stuff are going to kind of work out here just for the rest of the season. They have so many bodies. You know, they have Birch, they have Hampton, they have Porter. Randall Bacon, Wendell Carter Jr., Mobamba, Ennis, um, Okiki, Michael Carter Williams. Like they just they have so many bodies um, that on most nights I don't think they play guys over thirty minutes. So I think Okiki at fifty six hundred definitely someone you could take shots on in tournaments. But I don't think you really trust any of the guys here from Orlando. It's it's tough. Um, as far as the Clippers go, I definitely worry about the Clippers blowing out the magic here. Um, the magic kept the game against the Lakers close the other night, but the Lakers were out or without, you know, their two obvious main stars here. As far as the Clippers go, if both Kawhi and George play, I don't have a ton of interest in this spot in general. Um, assuming that, Beverly and Rondo are out again. I, th I think you could take shots on Terrence Mann. You know, it's strictly tournaments. Um, but, you know, we haven't had a lot of concrete value yet. And for a smaller slate, I think that, you know, something we're going to be looking at. Terrence Mann had a good game um, Monday night against the Bucks. So we finish it out. With Atlanta at Phoenix, you know, no total in this game. We know Dunn is out, Reddish is out, Hunter is questionable, and then Nader is out on the Phoenix side of things. This is one of those games where I was a little shocked we didn't have a total, but we don't. Um, so as far as Atlanta goes, you know, Trey Young, obviously the high usage guy for this team. Phoenix has been playing good defense. Um, 9K for Trey Young, I think, is a tough ask, but I do think if you're looking for like overall ceiling, Trey Young has a 31% usage rate on the season. So 
He's averaging over 1.3 fantasy points per minute. He is definitely like the upside guy here uh, as far as Atlanta goes. I don't hate Capella here. You know, if you get one of those games where he plays, you know, 30 plus minutes, he's a guy that can have 15, 20 games, 20, 20 games, you know, that kind of stuff. So I don't like playing Collins and Capella a lot together. So I would probably choose one of those guys, but on a four game slate, I think your roster construction is a little bit more open. Bogdanovich had a couple um, decent games before the game against Denver the other night. He's just not playing a ton of minutes. If Hunter's out, um, maybe take some shots on him, but if Hunter plays, I I think he's someone that could directly take a hit. So Trey Young ceiling Capella or Collins um, upside. I I lean Capella over Collins um, in general. To finish the out here, we got the Phoenix side of things and, you know, obviously Chris Paul is someone that's in play. Um, Devin Booker, 32% usage rate on the season. He's always someone that I, I feel like you can play in tournaments, but I, I like the pricing a lot on both Paul and Booker here. Um, matchup against Atlanta should be a nice little um, pace game and a game that, you know, definitely has a decent pace overall. Um you know, especially if we're looking at like recent stats. So I don't mind Chris Paul or Booker outside of those guys though. Like sure. You could take shots on Aiton and, and like he's 6,400. So if he only puts up like 35 fantasy points, he's not going to kill you. Um, raw points matters on, on smaller slates. So I think Aiton is someone you could potentially play. Don't think I'd play Crowder unless nothing opens up as far as value goes. Um, but yeah all we got that's what we got um i'll pull up super draft again the last time i checked their slate wasn't up yet but let's see if we can get a super draft play of the day we do we do get a super draft play of the day their slate is up um i i really like graham Devontae Graham at 1.6 is probably my super draft play of the day here. You know, I, I just got done talking about this matchup of Washington. Little defense played Graham coming off a game where he had a ton of minutes the other night. So, you know, he he instantly stood out to me when um, I started looking at this here just a second ago. So, really like Graham. I think he is um, a really, really strong play on this one. Um, the morning grind game, favorite play under 5K to go 7X. Um, just kind of assuming that some of these guys for the Clippers are still going to be out. I'm going to take Terrence Mann. Uh, I think it'll be close, um, but I, I do think he's one of the better value plays if some of these guys um, don't end up playing in this one. So um, over 8K to go under 5X. Who's my bust today? I mean, out of all these guys, I, I think all these guys are very much in play. But, like, it always seems like Ben Simmons has one of the higher bust rates. Um, so, I would probably go Simmons. Favorite 6X play, if Beal's out, I went right back to the well in Westbrook. But if Beal plays, um, I think I'm going to like double dip here and go Devonte Graham. I really think this is a spot he can go six X. Um, so I really like him on this slate. 
Uh, let's get weird GPP play of the day. It's always tough. You know, I don't think Terrence Ross is like a let's get weird GPP play of the day. He would easily be like that. Let's get weird GPP play for me on this slate. Um, if I thought he was going to be lower owned, but I was kind of looking and I think I'm going to go. I think I'm going to have a let's get weird GPP play that maybe goes a little lower on. It's so hard to tell the night before, but give me Gordon Hayward. I don't think he'll be too popular at his price. Um, Really like Charlotte. Definitely a team that I'm going to be targeting a lot on this slate. Um, Game selection question. Let's look what we got. Um, I think I did cheap yesterday. I usually write it down on a note had in front of me and i don't have it in front of me right now um let's go kind of mid-range here we got the nba fast break over there on DraftKings. it's a 27 dollars single entry tournament um always like these like mid-tier the 40 dollars single entry and you know this is definitely one they have a couple like single entries in this price range so like the 27 dollars single entry over there i think it's a really strong payout structure and Always like the buzzer beater too, the three entry max $20 tournament. So make sure you guys are checking that out. That's going to wrap it up. There's no odds out. Got nothing as far as over under against the spread. So we'll be back talking some hoops tomorrow. We got a big slate and um, be my, you know, like last one right before baseball season. So hope everyone has a great Tuesday. Enjoy a few basketball games and, um, you know, we're getting close to, baseball. Good luck. We'll see you then.